But I think what's so fun about these like mini 10 mil ones is it's like this fucking little jet engine. It's like so like frothy and shreds. Like, I, and you're getting so much smoke through like a pretty small piece. But realistically nowadays, this 10 mil mini double diffused is like the average size of a bigger rig. Like rigs are really small. I make bigger stuff just because I don't know. Like these were originally made for flour. I originally made the double diffuse perk for flour because the extra diffusion was for flour and to reduce the amount of energy because when you had a flour bolt in it, I noticed that there was so much restriction that the water wouldn't stack and recycle. So I was like, I got to find a way to add lift. I have to add lift to the water because there's so much restriction when you pull on it, it's just not working. So I did the diffuser in there, but welding it to the walls that this wouldn't drain because so much water got stuck and it wouldn't drop back down. So then I just did cuts, not welded to the wall. And then I noticed that if the water's all falling at the same rate, you get a good vortex, even with some restriction on it. And it's, this disc helped reduce the amount of energy required by the user to actually get this shit fucking working. Um, we've talked about it a million times, but I can go over it again. Basically, the disc is not welded in there, but it's close enough to the outer wall that once water starts going past it, it creates a little membrane in between the disc and the wall. And it works on the mechanics of adhesion and cohesion. So it's just like this like sticky little membrane of water. And when that happens, it actually almost creates like a new percolator right there because it's, it's just fucking, I don't know, science and physics. I have no idea how it really works, but when you hit it and you see it, you're like, that's different. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode, fuck, is it 45 or 46? 46. 46 of the podcast. That's really bad that I wasn't prepared and knew the number of the episode, but this is what it is. Hope you guys are having a great day today. Before we get into today's episode, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com. Sign up for our newsletter. That way you can stay up to date on all of our drops, giveaways, and anything going on with Bear Mountain Studios. And um, let's just fucking get right. Oh, wait, Sunday sale. We'll probably have a small one today. Nothing big. It'll probably just be a couple pieces. Um, there will be a bigger one next weekend, and we're trying to get some clear out and some honey jar recyclers so we can have a few different uh, variety of pieces available for you guys. And um, now we'll get into today's episode. Holy shit. Let me tell you what, guys. Yesterday was a rough day, and I didn't think I was going to do the podcast today because I was like, the whole week's fucked. Everything's fucked. Bad day. But... I'm feeling really good and really excited to be here today and just relax with you guys and kick it and vent a little bit. I mean, you might hear an adult complain and cry for an hour. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But this is uh, exactly what I needed today. I'm smoking on some dank dough and I mixed it with some sour lemons. And this literally tastes like a, uh, like a lemon bar. I don't know if you guys have ever had those, but it tastes like a lemon bar. It's super good. That sour lemon terp obviously gives you the lemons, but then that dank dough gives you a, just a nice creamy pastry undertone. And of course we're smoking flour, so you gotta remember that all these terpenes are mixed in with a, the taste of a campfire. So, but still, tastes great, love it. And that campfire taste always goes good with coffee, so that's why I'm always smoking my weed and drinking my coffee. It's just the perfect combo. I always tell my wife, I'm like, you know what? 
if the world's ending and everything's like just falling apart, as long as I have some good coffee and some weed, like we'll be okay. But as soon as that's gone, we're fucked. Because in my current place, this is what I'm functioning on. It's just weed and coffee. Yeah, so <clears throat> yesterday it was just, you guys ever just have one of those days where it's just one thing after another? I gotta admit, I'm kind of grateful for the days that it's one thing after another. It's worse when you have one shitty thing happen one day than the next thing another shitty happens. I'd rather all the shitty things happen in one day so I can have a horrible day, get it over with, and move on and have a good day the next day and not let it drag out. But yesterday was just just one of those one of those days. I don't normally let like any internet stuff like get to me too much, but um, some of the things that have been happening lately aren't like a trolling thing. It's not even like trolls. It's like more like a, there's so many people that want to support me that are becoming very frustrated with having to jump through hoops in order to get my glass and support my art. The people are getting upset and um, it's one of the biggest bummers for me because that's never, I never thought that'd be an issue. I always thought they'd be able to get glass to any person that wanted to support my work. And um, the way things have grown and how crazy things are getting, that, that seems to not be the case anymore. And so much too, like I post on this podcast, all my personal stuff I talk on here. I used to do these conversations on Instagram. I do it on Instagram lives. I'd post stories, videos all day and be talking and doing stuff. And I moved it all to the podcast because I thought that all that talking and shit was distracting from my work and my glass. I was like, you know, you're trying to be an influencer. You're trying to fucking make your art and get it out there. Why not do both? But I thought I needed to have a dedicated place for the play for me just to have like these conversations and talk about stuff. So that's what the podcast is for. Um, but yeah, you know, usually the trolls that used to get me upset were people being mean and stuff, but now it's just people that actually want to support me that are just quitting or unfollowing or, you know, whatever the case. And I have little no to no control over, you know, that, you know, if someone gets mad or unfollows, but I want to make sure I have a little bit of say on the narrative. That's what's important to me is the narrative. I want the people that are getting mad, at least for us to be on the same page. We don't need to be on the same team or best friends, but can we at least be on the same page so that you don't have to have your day messed up from getting mad at something that's not even the actual situation that's going on. So I'm trying to get on the same page with a lot of these people, but like I said in a video I posted the other day, um, most of the people that get upset really won't invest the time or the energy into knowing about the thing that's upsetting them. They'll just make assumptions and get themselves all worked up. I do it too. Fuck, I do it too. I used to do it so bad back in like even 2015, 16, I'd see other glass blowers that were like doing good and I would assume a lot of things about them. I would assume that they're living the best life and they got all the things and their life is easy. Um, but that was my assumptions back then, four or five years ago were based, it was lack of experience. It was lack of wisdom, it was just, I hadn't gone through certain things yet or been through certain things as a business owner to really understand what it takes to get to these levels that the people I was looking at and looking up to. Oh, I'm learning so much. I'm learning so much every day. There's even people I used, I got mad at back in the day that now I won't, would almost want to just have a conversation with them and be like, hey man, I fucking get it. I get what you were going through. That is intense. I mean, but we all got to learn at our, uh, we all learn at a different pace, right? So that's why I don't get mad at the people that are 
getting frustrated with me because how can I be mad at someone that wants to support me? And they want to support me so much that they're getting mad at me that I'm unable to provide for them. We'll figure it out, but at the end of the day, you can't make everybody happy. You could just give your best effort and hope that the people that do listen and the people that do see appreciate and um, <clears throat> are there for you. But yeah, and so that happened in the morning yesterday and then fucking, then my, my, my poor cat, Grizzly Bear, I mean, he's just, he's had a, a rough 12 months. He, uh, we woke up in the morning and he was just in a puddle of piss, not able to stand up. And um, so we're like, okay, he's not doing good. So we bring him to the vet and then like we find out he's sick. And uh, it was just, I got like super, super upset. And then when I was upset, I'm sitting there just, I'm like, today's fucked. Today's ruined. The day's over. The week's fucked. And then I was like, or is it just a moment that's ruined? Or is it just a moment that I'm upset? It's not the whole day. Am I going to throw out the whole day for this one moment that I'm experiencing this pain or this being upset? I decided not to throw out the day. I decided to embrace being upset for a moment, <clears throat> calm myself down, and be grateful for everything I have going on. Because at the end of the day, got a roof over my head, got food in my stomach, my family is around me. Life's hard, you know, but that's what makes all these little things so special. Someone's probably said that somewhere. Well, so yeah, yesterday was, yesterday was wild. It was like, a, do you guys remember the commercial back in the day? There was like an old guy that would come on TV. <clears throat> it's like daytime television. <clears throat> He'd go, do you or a loved one have diabetes? Well, that commercial was really special to me back in the day when I was a little kid because it was the only commercial I could relate to because my older brother had diabetes. Every other commercial on daytime television was either Con Air or something they were trying to sell you to make a cool bun, and I didn't have hair like that because I wasn't a girl or I just didn't have long hair like that, or it was a scooter that you had to be 18 or older to buy, which I wasn't 18, so I couldn't contribute. The only commercial I could relate to was the old man going, do you or a loved one have diabetes? And I was like, yes, yes, one of my loved ones does have diabetes. And then when my brother was a bit older, when he was in like his late 30s, he got diagnosed with, um, cancer and got super sick and then ended up losing like all of his organs and had a bunch of organ transplants and he got a new pancreas and then he was cured of diabetes he had diabetes since he was born he had it for 40 years and that or 42 years and then was cured of it from getting a new pancreas from getting all these organ transplants and then i was like wow i can't relate to this commercial anymore a loved one of mine does not have diabetes well now i can relate again my cat grizzly bear has diabetes and um He's doing all right right now. He's moving better today. We got him on insulin. We got him on diabetic medicine. And I'm going to keep the homie as comfortable as possible and not let him suffer or anything. But he's in such a good mood and so happy all the time. And, like, he's, he's not acting like he's having a low quality of life. Like, his, just, his back legs weren't functioning yesterday, and he's been drinking so much water because he's trying to get all the sugar out of his system that he drank so much water, couldn't stand up, and then ended up peeing. But... The vets checked him out, blood test came back, he's good everywhere else, he's healthy everywhere else, but he does have diabetes, so we are, we are now doing insulin twice a day with him, having on diabetic food. And this is why yesterday I got so frustrated with myself that I got so upset. 
because well, we, I was so upset because we didn't know what was going on, and we finally got blood work back, and I was still upset, but I was like, you know what? At least we have, we at least we know what's going on. We know there's treatment for him, and we can at least keep him comfortable. But even the vet was like, a lot of people this year have been actually putting their animals down to get diabetes because people just can't afford to do the treatment, to do the insulin shots twice a day, to be keep up on all this stuff, to like test their blood and make sure their blood sugar levels are good. And I was like, well, then I'm how lucky am I that I'm someone that works from home. I work like an animal so that I can take care of anyone in my family that gets sick or needs treatment. Like, how lucky am I? Like, I had some friends over this morning, and they were, uh, I was telling them, like, just we're having personal conversations, talking about the pandy and, like, what things are going on. I was telling them some of the stuff I have to do, like, you know, we're doing to help people and whatever. And they're like, man, that's, like, that's a lot of, like, a lot of stress to, like, you know, help and be like, pay for other people's stuff. Like, are you guys okay with that? And I told him, I was like, I didn't, it wasn't even a second thought. Like whenever like my family members reached out for help like that, or like people need help, it was never a thought. It was just like, okay, this is the next thing I have to do. There was no like, okay, what are my options? It was like, okay, how do I do it? Because there is no option. I physically, and this is a personal, and maybe this is a character flaw. And this might be one of the reasons I might, maybe I won't be super successful someday, who knows? But one of my maybe character flaws is, is that to me, I can't enjoy anything unless I know that the people I care about are taken care of so much in a way where it's like, if I wanted to sit down and play a video game with my wife for one hour at night and family members of mine didn't have money to pay their bills or they were suffering or they were, maybe they were just stressed out. Maybe they paid their bills and everything, but there's not enough money in the account for next month and everyone's stressed out and having a bad night and I'm trying to sit there and play a video game and have a fun night. I can't do it because it's not possible for me because I can't chill. I get so wound up and I'm like, how are you gonna sit here and enjoy yourself when your family's suffering? Or people are stressed out, like this is, and that maybe that is a character flaw. Maybe that's people like me are the ones that don't make it because we're so focused on make, trying to make sure everyone else is okay that we end up just burning out, who knows? Either way, um, I'm super, super grateful for all of you guys who support Bear Mountain Studios, the What's a Bear Pod, Everybody podcast, everything you folks do for my family because it would not be possible for me to take care of all these people right now without you folks supporting all the stuff I'm doing. So, I don't know, that's some serious shit. Let's take a dab. Oh, we're getting emotional. Episode 46, all right. Well, we got this beautiful chocolate piece on the table here. This piece is in for a drop down fitting and um, the owner of this was like, dude, please smoke my piece. And I'm like, I'm not going to say no, because I love this piece. This is my absolutely favorite. I did a couple collabs with Chaka. This is my favorite one. I love, I love his like Millie tech with all like the different like snowflakes and like, I don't know. It's just, I do love like the winter and snow and everything. And Moonstone's like one of my favorite colors. So just this piece kind of sums up like it's one of my favorite pieces that I've ever made with someone like out of the collaborative pieces. This is one of my favorite collabs I've ever done. It just flows so well together with the colors and everything. And like this one's all handmade that I made this one before I started using the lathes and stuff. So this is like really proud of how clean this came out for fully handmade because it's a bigger piece. And these uh, doers are kind of tough to drop into a bigger can. I don't know if you guys have ever done them by hand, but it can be a challenge. The bigger the can is just because the actual weight and everything balancing it. It's, um, it can be a challenge. So I was pretty proud of this piece. 
Um, but yeah, I'm making a drop down for it for this guy. I don't normally do drop downs, but uh, this is a really special piece. And I said yes to this drop down before I stopped taking drop downs like a year ago. And he's been super patient. He just sent his piece in. I got the chalk prep in the kiln and we're gonna hopefully have this all finished up today so that I can get this sent out. But I'm excited to smoke it on the podcast today. <clears throat> I didn't clean that now, so I didn't want to heat it up too much. Just enough to get that those terps moving again. But yeah, I made a post um, a couple days ago just kind of talking about everything we just talked about in the first 15 minutes of this episode or 10 minutes of this episode. I'm not even sure how long we've been going. But I did like a one-minute thing or maybe a two-minute thing on Instagram, IGTV or whatever. And um, man, so many of you guys really connected with it. I was actually going to delete that post after about a half hour. I was only posting it to kind of just like, because I had like, over a hundred people unfollow me because they couldn't get pieces, um, which I didn't even know there was a hundred people that wanted pieces. Like actually we're gonna commit, cause just cause you have a lot of followers on Instagram, but there's a lot of people like commenting and liking stuff doesn't mean there's a lot of people that are committed to buying a, a product. They might just like looking at it. So I didn't even realize there were so many people that actually wanted one that they would unfollow like that, but it is what it is. Um, and already a couple of them have refollowed back and sent me like, um, apology DMs and stuff. I'm like, dude, don't even need to apologize. Like, I'm not mad at you. I'm frustrated with myself. I'm overwhelmed that I have worked so hard and so many people want to support me and I'm not capable. I'm not capable of taking care of everyone and it frustrates the living hell out of me. And that's what that video was. I didn't want to come off like I was like, um, trying to belittle someone that maybe was frustrated they didn't get a piece. All I was trying to do was almost introduce myself to new followers and new people trying to buy my work that, hey, small family business, we have a crazy amount of people that are interested in supporting our work, which we're forever grateful for, but we were not prepared for it. Um, and yeah, as simple as that, I don't know. But let's get some devs. See, we're almost going back into that type of conversation. This podcast started kind of heavy, but that's what it is, guys. Every week it's different. If you're watching a weekly podcast, if you're watching someone do a podcast or post daily on Instagram or some sort of social media app, you're essentially watching someone experience life or experience this world. At least if they're not a sociopath and they like actually have like if they don't have emotions or anything or they're fake. But with me, it's like, especially this podcast, if you watch it, you're like, well, this is a person experiencing things. Oh, today he seems happier. Today he seems more stressed out or whatever, you know, you're watching me day to day experiencing and talking about what I'm working with or going through or whatever. And not like it's anything important that I have to say, but at the end of the day as humans, this is what we used to do in our tribes. We used to sit around the fire and talk about our hunt that day or what we did. And even though if it wasn't anything super significant, it was us sharing with our peers, our experience that day in this realm. And that's what I do on these uh, social media apps and with this podcast is I try to share with you guys and connect with you guys. And But man, when you're watching someone like do like podcasts and stuff like this, you really are watching them just go through the motions of up and downs. It comes in waves. Sometimes you're, you know, you can't be happy. Every day can't be perfect, you know. And like I said yesterday, I was like, I'm going to text Aja and be like, dude, we're going to cancel the podcast tomorrow. Like I was going to say like, I don't know, like I, I fell off out of the bed and my foot hurts or something, but I was going to make some dumb excuse up. But I was like, you know what, let's fucking, 
let's get in there and just talk. And if it's a bunch of bullshit, we won't post it. But at least we fucking showed up and did the work. And it's not even work for me. Like doing this podcast is the work is working hard to get the money to pay for the podcast. For me, the this podcast is my place to come just like fucking vent. And like I've said before, reminisce and remember things I've been working on or doing because I'm so crazy focused on building in the future that I sometimes forget to appreciate everything I've done. Um, and appreciating what you've done, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. It's not an ego thing. I think it's a way to remind you to keep you sane so you don't, so you appreciate yourself. Just like you need to appreciate the people around you, we got to appreciate ourselves too. And I'm saying that out loud because I'm working on it, guys. It's not like I'm telling you how to live your life. I'm literally this podcast is me talking to a camera in my studio, just trying to figure out my own shit. And you guys are here hanging out for the experience. So um, right here, we're smoking some sour diesel wedding cake from my really, really, really good friends, Organic Garden Dog. These these have been our friends for fucking years here in Colorado, like, you know, family dinners, like holidays. These are the people we try to spend it with down here in the Springs. And I'm really stoked they have some hash again because they're like a really private little thing. They pretty much grow for themselves. Like a lot of people in Colorado grow their own shit for themselves. And I was lucky enough to get a little bit of their head stash because this sour diesel wedding cake is legendary. It's so good. My mouth is already starting to water, just kind of preparing for the dab. I'll put a little more on there actually. I got I got another couple grams in the fridge. So we can take a big one. Alright, let's try this chocolate piece. Here we go. That sour, sour diesel is so good in there. Whoa. Oh my god, I'm from New York and I haven't had good sour diesel in so long. And this is mixed with wedding cake and it's still... Okay, well, the terp on that, if you're not familiar with sour diesel, how do I explain it? Good sour diesel. Okay, there's a spectrum when it comes to OGs, in my opinion. And the spectrum, if, if you have one end to the other, you have really, really earthy OGs. Then you have like the really bright, vibrant OGs. Whoa, my voice is freaking out from these terps. <coughs> On this end is gonna be like, just like the really earthy, funky OGs. And here like those really like gas, bright, poppy with maybe little bits of citrus notes in there that accentuate that like actual petrol terpene. Like when I say gas, I'm not saying gas is like a slang term. Like, oh, that shit's gas. No, the terpene on this is fucking jet fuel. It's something you'd put in a machine to get to space. It's gasoline. And then with that gasoline, you have some sort of like vibrant, like vibrant's not really a way to describe flavor, I guess, but that's the best way I can describe it. Almost like 
it's not like strong citrus. It's like you're getting like almost like the ripe or like the like the outside of like a, an orange or a fruit. It's not orange though. And it's not the actual fruit. It's like the rind. It's like the pulp. So it's not super fruity or anything, but you have a little undertone of like sweetness and stuff, but it's like sour. And the sourness, oh man, I don't know if any of you guys have used to smoke sage and sage and sour back in the day. It was a strain. That strain is like also an amazing strain like sour diesel because it has that real sour note to it. The sour is kind of hard to explain the terpene because it's like one of those things you can only get in weed and, and maybe that's why sour diesel is so special because it's a combination of a few things that you can only get in cannabis. Like there's no other like fruit, vegetable or thing you're going to smoke that's going to taste like gasoline and you're going to be like, ooh, that's nice. I don't know if any of you guys were kids and stand by the gas pump when your mom and dad were pumping gas and your kids were like, oh, fuck, it smells good. That's what sour diesel is. It fucking smells good. It smells like gas. It smells like liquid dinosaurs with fucking sour. I don't even know. It's it's just super good. But then this this is a mix though. So that's sour diesel. But there's also wedding cake in this. The wedding cake adds even more like gassy OG background, but with a nice creamy creamy finish to this whole fucking roller coaster of terpenes. So at first when you hit it and exhale, it's just like straight sour diesel and gas and jet fuel and melting your face off. And then it brings you down with like a smooth landing of this creamy, rich flavor of the wedding cake. And, um, you know, uh, constantly uh, doing a terrible job of explaining things, but we do what we can here. Whoo, boy. That was really good and I want another dab it, but let's switch up the rigs. Today I want to show off the 10 millimeter mini double diffused and compare it to the 14 mil because we're finally offering these in limited batches on our website. Uh, the 10 millimeter clear mini double diffused. God, I've punched this mic at least six times. So for just the audio listeners, I am sorry. I'm just, I'm just, I guess I'm mad at my mic today. This mic's got to chill out. All right. This is good. I thought the battery said it was dying, but it's not. We're good to go. All right, 10 millimeter mini double diffuse. And I actually did it with a Blue Dream lip wrap, so it kind of like, you know, matched my 14 mil XL. But yeah, let me take this nail out for just a second so I can kind of show these off. Before we smoke, I just took a dab, so we could talk about these for a minute before we slam another one, especially through this little guy, because I can't imagine what that fucking sour diesel wedding cakes can be like through this thing because these little pieces are fucking terp cannons you can't get away from the terps you get all the terps um the bigger pieces give you a little more time to get ready for the fucking amount of smoke you're gonna get but the little ones just like hit you in the face real quick all right so i really have to show these side by side because man they are so close to like scale like when i post videos of this piece if i don't have a bic lighter next to it people think it's my xl because they're like it's hard to tell on camera, but when they're side by side, you can really tell. I need to stop saying XL as well. It's like, I have, I've been saying it for fucking years. My wife wants me to just say 14 mil double diffused, 10 mil double diffused. She's like, whenever you say XL, you confuse about 2000 people and I get emails like crazy. Is my piece an XL or a regular double diffused? No, every piece with a double diffused perk is an XL unless it's 10 mil. So. To make it less confusing, we're just gonna leave it to joint size and then people will be like, oh, the 10 mils are the smaller RBRs, the 14 mils are the bigger RBRs. Do you want a double diffused or a standard? Okay, we're figuring it out. We're all learning as we go, right guys? We're learning together. Um, 
But the 10 mil, the Perkinet, obviously is smaller. It is a uh, 12 hole reinforced gridded showerhead perk to a eight hole disc. And then the XL, fuck. And then the 14 mil double diffused. The 14 mil, we're gonna have to edit all this out, Aja. We're gonna have to like cut this. This is gonna be a fucking mess. I'm just kidding, we're not adding anything. We're not doing that. Our budget's not there yet. We're working at it. We're trying. Um, all right. So then the 14 mil double diffuse is a, it used to be a uh, 24 hole gridded showerhead, but now it's actually a 32 hole gridded showerhead. The newer ones are. So this is a 32 hole gridded shower. Fuck. I can't even talk right now, dude. This is a 32 hole gridded showerhead perk to an eight hole disc. So the difference on this is obviously bigger perk, more holes, but these smaller ones absolutely shred. So we'll smoke the big one in a minute. We're going to take some dabs on the smaller one because this has been the studio favorite since I made it. Like Cormac has not put it down. Uh, he loves this thing. It's like a little washing machine. It just shreds so hard. It's wild. I'll even maybe put this mic kind of close to it for a second. No, she ain't going to move. That's fine. That's fine. I was pulling it for a minute though so you guys can just see the function before I start taking dabs on it. And that's just an excuse for me to continue recovering from the last dab I took of this Sardis a wedding cake because it was really something. All right. And I cleaned this piece um, yesterday, but yesterday evening, but it's already had probably six dabs through it. So the water's already frothing up. There's even like a little chunk of terps in there I see. So this is not fresh water. Um, I think this one might be fresh water. That looks like it's had a dab on it, for sure. Hard to tell. We, we clean them pretty frequently though because we put a lot of hash through these. We do a lot of uh, research and development here at Bearmount Studios. I hope that someday, and someday I mean like three to four years from now, or sooner maybe, I never know, but realistically three to four years from now, I have a larger facility where we have a larger team to help with customer service. Maybe we can even have a room for research and development where you have a research team that just smokes hash and they try to figure out what we got to change or what what's wrong with the pieces um, or like what's like what's adjustments we need to make to make them that much better so we can produce the best of the best of the best. Because you know what? If I believed the best glass piece has been made, then I wouldn't have ambition to keep grinding as late and as hard as I do too. Because one of my like that's. There's got this is there's no ceiling to glass blowing. I think that's why I've like one of the things I really fell in love with is I knew I was like you're never gonna get, you're never gonna learn everything in a lifetime with glass blowing. There is no ceiling. You'll you'll only ever be able to get so good at it. But I'll never be able to learn every technique and do every single thing, um, <clears throat> unless they figure out like how to like download our consciousness and or if they figure out how to like lengthen our uh, telomere cells and you know create immortality or if they find reverse aging through some sort of like, you know, uh, programming or coding using CRISPR, I don't know, but I'm not going to rely on a bunch of shit like that to make sure I'm going to be here longer to be like, there's, there's a ceiling to glass. You just got to live 250 years. There's a ceiling though. And with technology, we'll live that long, but we could go there, but I'm not <clears throat> either way. I love glass blowing cause there is no ceiling. There's so much you can learn. You're always a student of it. You're always learning. It's just a constant ego crusher. It reminds you every day, which is healthy for humans because 
you know, we can get in sticky situations if we think we're the best all the time and our ego gets the best of us, becomes our own worst enemy. All right, let's take a dab on this thing now. I think it's clean. I think we did that. I can't even remember. It was honestly yesterday was such a terrible day. Today I woke up and I'm like, it's gonna be a good day, but I'm still just kind of like, my head's like a little bit of a mess just from getting myself, I'm mad at myself for getting so worked up yesterday over dumb stuff that now is all being taken care of. But we're all human, right? It's like, it's, it's what you do after. It's like, you get all worked up and that's like how you handle yourself after and stuff. It's, I don't know. Warming this nail up right now. Sorry, guys. I'm just, like, fucking thinking deeply right now. I'm pretty stoned. I haven't smoked my friend's hash in literally a year. I just got my first terps from them this morning in, like, over a year probably. Or maybe longer. I don't even fucking know. It's been way too long. And uh, they got me feeling some type of way. <clears throat> I'm really stoked to be offering these. I'm excited that people responded so well to the new 10 mil uh, mini double diffused. It's always one of those things, it's like, oh, uh, like, people like this one, but are they gonna like this one? You never know. And honestly, with the more people watching, the more people looking at posts, it's like, I get even more anxious. I'm like, well, it's more people to say they hate it. <sighs> but you guys are fucking so sweet. Honestly, the only negative shit I get is people that are mad when they just can't get something. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not even mad at them. I'm just frustrated that I can't, that it's to that point. Now we're to a point where I've lost, I feel like I've lost control. And it's like, cause I see people reselling RBRs for like way more, way above retail. Like I see the clear double diffuse, like going for like 1200 bucks. And I'm like, man, I, I retail the new ones for 800 and I thought that was pretty expensive. And I was like, damn, like, is anyone going to pay 800 for them? I put a lot of work into these new ones. Like there's, that's why you don't see a lot of clear anymore because everything's taking me longer lately because I'm doing all these new little steps that are refining all these little things that maybe is just me being really nitpicky, but like, I always want to try and make things better. So I try to like look, I'm like, I constantly break my work down. I'm like, how can I make it better? How can I make it better? So when you do that, all of a sudden you make the equation more complicated and it takes longer to have a finished product. It's what it is. I'm trying to find a balance. <clears throat> Either way, at the end of the day, I'm the happiest I've ever been with the work I'm putting out. I'm the least stressed I've ever been when it comes to like being backed up with like whole having people's money with work. Like that's why I haven't been taking on any orders or anything. I'm like, I don't want anyone's money. I don't want to get, take a bunch of deposits and be like, you know, behind the gun. And I just can't, it's not, I, I'm not going to be able to be a good dad and a good husband. If I'm, if I'm working like that, I need to find some more balance so I can do everything I got to do and continue to provide for everybody and just, sleep sometimes you know but I got hashed I can't even complain you know what I'm saying like the terps like when I open a jar of terps like this and I'm complaining I just feel like a big baby I just want to be in like a high chair with a pacifier that's how I see myself I'm like oh my god there's literally a dude that or a girl like there's someone right now that wishes they had that hash to make their you know perspective a little better that day or to like help them with some pain relief or something and you're just sitting here complaining about your fat diabetic cat and your your people want your work too much it's fucked thank you guys for listening though but here we are okay i missed my last death we had to reheat it a little bit 
It's honesty, folks. That's what's happening. I got scared when I started this podcast. I was like, uh-oh, once you get into those higher episodes, it's going to get real honest. Hopefully, you're in a... I don't know. Hopefully, people don't hate you. That's what I would say to myself. But at this point, we're already fucking in. It is what it is. We're going. Wow, that nail heated up quick. We're already back. It's like 600 degrees. And I'm not trying to take hot dabs, but I didn't want to take it at 4.30 either. I was like, I kind of want to have a dab. I don't want to just have terps. I want some smoke, too. So I'm going to take it at 500, I think. We're at 5.30 right now, but it's cooling down quick. Inauguration day. So we filmed this on the 20th. The whole world might be over right now. We have no idea. I need to go to a government building today because this was the day we scheduled for me to go to get my new uh, <coughs> plates for my vehicle. <coughs> Oops. <coughs> Oops. Um, I'm going to be pretty baked when I go there. Um, really poor planning on my part. Planned it on podcast day and inauguration day. Oops. But let's just... But on the real, I don't think anything's going to happen. I think everybody... I don't know. Maybe this is just my fucking warped perspective because I'm a fucking introvert that hangs out in his garage all day, smokes hash, and stares at fire. However, I think a lot of people, no matter where you are, have had a hard year. And I think a lot of people are fucking over it. So, I think a lot of people are going to be like, fuck, going there and being crazy. I'm saying all this, maybe I'm jinxing it. This is going to come out on Sunday. I'm going to be like, fuck, why'd you say all that? But everything's burned down. For real though, most people I know, no matter what side they're on, they're just fucking tired and over it. They're just trying to find a way to survive and take care of themselves and their family and try to find a way to have some peacefulness in their life because every time they turn on the fucking news, it's negative. Every time they try to interact with some new person, it becomes negative depending on what their views are and things. It's really unfortunate that people nowadays can't have different views and sit at the same table. Um, I don't know it's like it's like an attack on individuality it's like eventually if if everyone I don't even know I'm not even going to go there I don't know I don't know shit I'm a high school dropout makes pipes all day I'm not even going to get into some of this deep shit because you know what I'm not the person to talk on it I'm in a in my garage my family's okay I'm smoking weed let's talk about other shit um, let's take a dab to the 14 mil double diffused just a weird episode, guys. We're going to have some of these. We're going to have some of these weird episodes. It's what it is. But that's because, like I said at one point in this podcast, you're, if you're watching this, you're watching a person living their day-to-day. I don't come in here with a schedule or a layout or, like, this is not scripted. This is literally, like, I sit down and I'm like, where am I right now in this dimension, this existence? This is a digital journal. This is something that I'm going to have forever, and I'm sharing it with you guys. Someday... If I have dementia and Alzheimer's from not sleeping for so many years, maybe they can reanimate me 
by all this digital information I've created and make a new Evan, they'll be able to take care of these people. Who knows? I'm really banking on that technology though, because I don't care who you are, grinding all the time, not sleeping. I don't care who you are, shit's hard, it's not easy, and I don't think it's cool, but it's what you have to do sometimes. I kind of slowed down with posting like all the grinding stuff because I'm like, I'm, I'm promoting this like it's like this cool thing to do. This is not cool. This is a necessity in the current place we are in this dimension. We have to grind as humans. Hopefully we get to a certain point where we don't have to grind as a species like this. But currently we have to because it just is what it is. I don't know. I think there's a lot of reasons why. But so I don't think grinding is cool. I think it has, it's a tool, it has a function, it has a return, if you're lucky. Remember that. You can grind all the time, it doesn't mean you're going to be successful. It's hard. It's about consistency and resilience, though, when you're not successful from grinding all the time. It's about just fucking not stopping. It's about being just crazy. And I'm, now I'm promoting grinding again. I can't help it. It's what I do all the time, but I don't think it's cool at all. I think it's... um. Um, I think it's, it's a mental health problem, but we all have our issues and we have to fucking use them to find a way to be successful and function in this world. Instead of suppressing them, let's fucking use them so that we're functional and successful, at least in our, each in our own heads, what success is. Cause it's different for everyone. Some people would think I'm an asshole for being like, I'm not successful, not successful yet. I'm doing well right now. That does, that's not success. That's just, I'm in a period where I'm doing well. Everything is temporary. Am I capable of being consistent enough? And am I creative enough? Am I capable enough of, you know, connecting with people and continuing this for years and years and years? I'm not going to stop, but at the same time, you know, I feel like there's, you know, luck involved sometimes. Like the algorithm on Instagram doesn't work out. People aren't seeing your shit or maybe life happens and you can't be on Instagram or can't promote your work for six months because you lose a family member and you have a lot to work through because you're, you're hurting, you know, there's, there's so many scenarios and it really hurts people's success because everything is so fast in this day and age. People forget so quick. I don't know. It's a strange time. This fucking podcast is weird. Where, where are we at? I just, my producer's just ripping a joint too. I can tell I'm having a weird one because now he's just staring off smoking a joint. He just, he's just, just looking somewhere else. I'm like, he's thinking about something. Like, <laughs> where, where are we at though? <laughs> 42. Sick. Sick. All right. We're, we're doing good though. This feels good. Like, but it's been a weird fucking podcast. Yeah, this is for, this is why like I'm like I'm glad it's still just like hardcore people watching because this shit just has waves of just oh this is pretty organized like oh he's having a weird day or like life like I don't even know. Sometimes I'm just talking about shit that's too real or shit that's really not real at all because I'm over romanticizing personal experience and painting a narrative that sounds good for me and you, but it's not actually what's happening. I have no idea. Whoo, man, I talk a lot. Sometimes I forget to breathe. Okay, let's get ready for this. 14 mil, double diffused. And I didn't say XL. Well, I did there, but not. I didn't introduce it as an XL. Just recognized I didn't say XL. I'm not shaky today. It's because I ate food. 
and I did it before my wife told me to. I was like, hey, I'm making food if you want anything because I don't want to be shaking on the podcast. I'm responsible. If you say you're responsible and then set a blaze around a table without hands, you may be a hypocrite. Man, this is making me feel better though, guys. Appreciate everybody that hangs out, watches these. Whoa, appreciate my producer, Aja, that no matter what, this dude always comes in with positivity and just, and everyone's got their struggles they're dealing with and working, and I just, I'm grateful for his help. And, um, yeah, who knows, man, next episode is our one year anniversary of this fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, holy shit, another year went by. Like, I feel like I just started this. It actually scares the shit out of me because I'm like, what is happening to time? And I think I need to figure out how to slow down time. And I think with enough hash and I don't know, probably just hash and like some sort of meditation, we can, I could slow it down so I can get more work done and hang out with my family more. I got to figure it out. See, what I've been doing to get more time is I only sleep two, three, four hours a night. Then you have more time. Unfortunately, if you're doing that, it's probably because you're fucking crazy. And then you're doing other things during 20 hours of the day. And then you're like, oh shit, I only hung out with my family for like three hours today. I was awake for 20 hours. I should have hung out with them for six or more or whatever. At least that's how I'm trying to like figure things out in my head is through numbers. And then I'm like, dude, you're definitely fucking nuts. But I'm trying though. I'm a functional crazy person, which I think that's most of us in this, this world right now. Functional crazy. All right. Oh yeah, battery is low, but we're fucking, we're still good. I love the, oh, almost called an XL. I love these double diffuse, these 40 mils. I love the amount of water they move. There's something about these when you smoke them, it's almost like driving a car with a little bit of power and you hit the gas and you feel it like, you feel how much torque it has and how much rumble and power it has. And you're like, whoa, that's different. And then you start hitting it and you're like, and you, it's, that's actually the best way to describe it. Any double diffused owners out there that are watching the podcast, if you can agree that it's, there's like this like rumble and volume of water that it moves. That's just like why it's interesting. It's not that it's like a very complicated pipe or anything. It's just the almost refined simplicity of like what it's doing and how it feels when you're hitting it because it's like effortless with like tons of torque, tons of volume of water moving and you feel when this water starts going back here, you feel this thing start fucking moving. I missed my mark, but I wanted to get my point out because I'm really baked and I was proud of myself for just getting the point out. Yeah. Yeah. I did good. Wow. I'm really just trying to miss these dabs because this fucking hash is like unreal. I might need to take a dab of something a little less potent because that sour diesel wedding cake from organic garden dog is serious i also have like this beautiful sour lemons right here i love like the home like grown like organic like just like really like i don't know i love those like small grows because it's what i used to do i used to have like a small grow and like you can just spend so much time on each plant and i'm not saying that with a giant grow you can't grow the you could have a 10,000 square foot warehouse and grow better weed than some guy with a tent you know what i mean obviously i'm just saying that like any grower <clears throat> there's always something special about 
different growers you meet and how like different teas they use or different like source like like compounds they're using in their teas or their soil mixtures or whatever they're doing and this does contribute to the different like undertones of like flavor and like richness of certain terpenes when you're you're a terp farmer and you're growing them so I don't know, I'm just so like excited to have some of my friends garden for the first time in like a while because it's just their their stuff's really special and I'm grateful that I get to be able to smoke some of this beautiful stuff. It's awesome. All right. There you go, romanticizing, just saying, hey, their weed's good, man. They got good weed, dude. It's like super dank. Could have just said that, right? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. We're just waiting for this to cool down. Whoa. There's a lot of dead air in this podcast, I feel like, this time. But it is what it is, guys. We could put some music in or something. It's going to cost us, though. We can we can up the budget on this episode to try and make it better. <laughs> I'll sell an extra RBR. We'll up the budget on this episode. We'll try and clean this shit up. It's fucked right now. I'm sorry. We're trying. I just doing his job right. He was on time and set up. I was just eating, trying to eat some meat inside, trying to figure out a way not to be shaky. This diamond's way too big. I can't do that. No, no, no. I got, I gotta go. I gotta go to a government building. I gotta go to a government building. I gotta figure this out. All right. I should probably turn this the right way. We need a carb cap. There's a, you know, it, whatever, whatever. We're doing it. Mm. Whoa. For real though, really good rosin. <coughs> it's so much stronger than the strongest BHO sometimes. I say sometimes because everyone, you know, preference and some people like I've got this strain that I've processed and only the BHO version produces this levels, whatever, bro. I'm just saying. Like this specifically, I'm right now, my experience right now that I'm having is holy shit, their fucking rosin is so much stronger. This BHO dev is, was nice and mellow. It's what I needed. Oh, you know, but that's getting me kind of like amped up. Maybe that's what gets me all like shaky. It's like the adrenaline from the fucking like hydrocarbon extract dabs, that BHO. I probably said all that wrong. I have no idea what any of it means. No idea. It's cool to pretend. It's fun. Oh boy. Well, the XL Double Diffuse is so much more water moving and so smooth. But I think what's so fun about these like mini 10 mil ones is it's like this fucking little jet engine. It's like so like frothy and shreds. Like, I, and you're getting so much smoke through like a pretty small piece. But realistically, nowadays, this 10 mil mini double diffuse is like the average size of a bigger rig. Like rigs are really small. I make bigger stuff just because, I don't know. Like these were originally made for flour. I originally made the double diffuse perk for flour because the extra diffusion was for flour and to reduce the amount of energy because when you had a flour bolt in it, I noticed that there was so much restriction that the water wouldn't stack and recycle. So I was like, I gotta find a way to add lift I have to add lift to the water because there's so much restriction. When you pull on it, it's just not working. So I did the diffuser in there, but 
welding it to the walls that this wouldn't drain because so much water got stuck and it wouldn't drop back down. <clears throat> so then I just did cuts, not welded to the wall. And then I noticed that if the water's all falling at the same rate, you get a good vortex, even with some restriction on it. And it's, this disc helped reduce the amount of energy required by the user to actually get this shit fucking working. Um, we've talked about it a million times, but I can go over it again. Basically, the disc is not welded in there, but it's close enough to the outer wall that once water starts going past it, it creates a little membrane in between the disc and the wall. And it works on the mechanics of adhesion and cohesion. So it's just like this like sticky little membrane of water. And when that happens, it actually almost creates like a new percolator right there because it's, it's just fucking, I don't know, science and physics. I have no idea how it really works, but when you hit it and you see it, you're like, that's different. It doesn't make sense. When I first made these in 2013 and brought them to other glass floors, they're like, that, they're like, so you skipped a step. You didn't weld the fucking disc in. Like, what's, what are you showing me? Like they didn't get it. And I was like, no, the first few I did, the disc was welded in, but it wouldn't drain right. Cause too much water got stuck there and wouldn't drain down. It was like a weird thing happening. And then one time I just didn't weld the disc in cause the piece cracked and I just fucking left it how it was and welded the perk to the bottom. And then I hit it the next day and I was like, this hits so weird. And then I, I noticed the little membrane it created. Like you can really see it on the little ones because they're so much smaller that the membrane gets created way easier, even when you're not pulling on it. I'm sure Aisha can, we can probably see that, but you'll see, I'll wiggle this a little bit. You can see that this disc right here has like water that's like touching the outer wall. So like I'll wiggle that water off. All right, I wiggled the water off. Now look at it. There's no like water stuck there. So now the disc doesn't look like it's welded anymore. It looks like it's just fucking, you know, little Maria in there. Once I pull on it, get some water on it again. Now it's got that little membrane on it again, or it should. I gotta see hash around it. My angle's kind of weird. Yeah, it looks like it's going all the way around. But that little membrane of water that gets created on there is what makes the function so special. This is something you can do with any fucking shape on a perk. You could put a ball in there. You don't have to put cuts. You can put like a cube, you could put some cool, you could put some sort of sculpture. A sculpture would do the same thing. It reduces the amount of like, the actual like surface area and space inside that chamber so that the water can create these little membranes. And when those little membranes are created, the water stacks faster to the top and it reduces the amount of energy for the user. So like you can do this same kind of perk function without that disc. You can do it essentially with a any perk. You just Got to have like some powerful perk in the bottom. Could be a nice inline perk. Doesn't have to be a shower head. There's a bunch of different options. And then above it, have some sort of thing that essentially like creates less surface area. So water stacks easier through that dead space. That's more of something for if like you guys are like making like a pipe or something. Not saying that I know what I'm talking about fully, but I'm just again sharing my experience. I'm not telling anyone that they have to do it that way or that's the key to anything. I'm just saying, hey, this is what I think how it works. I don't fucking know. I did weed once. Okay. Holy shit. What a fucking episode, guys. It was a weird one, but I appreciate you guys. We have some more guest episodes coming up, um, but we had to get a couple solos in because we did like guest episodes for like a month. And I needed to just have some time to fucking chill out. And also things are a bit crazy right now. So most people are just kind of hanging out for a little bit. 
which I understand. I'm doing the same thing, still in my garage, but I'm hanging out with you guys. I'm stretching on camera, and that's how we're finishing the podcast. Love it. Don't forget to check out bmsglass.com. Sign up for our newsletter. You'll get email notifications about upcoming drops, giveaways. If you're new to this podcast, thank you so much for if you made it this far and hung out with me. Don't forget to check out my Instagram at they did it at Bear Mountain Studios is the company page where it's all cleaned up. My they did it page is a fucking mess. It's a little goofy. Oh, didn't even talk about this. Made a monster ball you can get high through. It's what it is. Try to find it on my page. It's in my reels. I've only done two, so it won't be hard to find. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day and the Sunday sale. I'm burping into the mic. Holy fuck, this is really bad etiquette, but it is what it is. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. This is the What's Up Everybody podcast, and I hope you guys have a great day. Well, how should we do it? Thank you.